Ask the podcast coach for November 23rd, 2019. Let's get ready to podcast. Hey, there it is. It's that music that means it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach. If you have podcast questions, we have podcast answers. We are here live every Saturday at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. If you want to jump in and ask your question live, just go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash join. And joining me every week, the one and only from theaverageguy.tv is Jim Cullison. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. The final tidbits of fall are in the air today. I told you after the show I don't know about where you live, but I've got tons of leaves to get picked up and get done. So it's a yard work afternoon. No, I, I do have to get a podcast posted. So I have to squeeze that in. It's like, do I do it early and get it posted? Do I wait until the evening and get it done? I'll probably wait till the evening, uh, burn my daylight hours on uh, on being outside, I, then post my podcast this afternoon. I don't know if this is like legal anywhere anymore. Do you get to burn your leaves? I could if I wanted to. I have a fire pit in my yard if I wanted to, but I I, I wouldn't. Ugh, ugh, those smell awful. Well, that's what gets me. Yeah. I, I'm kind of, if I turn right, I'm into the mall. If I turn left, yeah. I'm out in the country. And I was out in the country and somebody was burning leaves. And I went, and I mean, I was right back at my grandma's house, yeah. jumping in a pile of leaves with my cousins and things like that. So, uh, but uh, we the chat room is off to the races here. So we've, we've got a question from Fred. He says, uh, did I understand this correctly? If I publish an episode on Libsyn, does it get propagated to other platforms? Example, Spotify and which ones? Well, Libsyn is short for liberated syndication. And for the record, any host will do this. Libsyn makes it a little easier. Use the coupon code SOP free to get a free month. What you have to do, though, is you are it will syndicate to any platform you have been approved on. Nothing happens automatically. So even if you you create an episode and it says published, that means it's available to any platform that you've been approved on. So if you – I will put this in the chat room. Um, they, they have a list of – and so this includes Spotify um, and all these other places. They have a bunch of tutorials. You can go over there, and it takes – Next to no time. Like there are places like Apple and Stitcher that you have to go to their website to submit your stuff. But there are other places like Deezer and Spotify and Radio.com and Radio Public and et cetera, et cetera. And if you're not using Libsyn, you can probably still go to all those websites and submit your show there. They probably have a link there uh, as well. I did see there is a new kid in town in the podcast media um, hosting world on AppSumo. And I watched a video and they're doing the anchor thing where they submit it to Apple for you. And I'm like, really? Are we going to go down that road again? So, but once you are submitted and you're approved now for the record, got to be careful with this because Apple's going on vacation. I wish I had those dates. I think it's, I think it's now, I think they're on vacation for Thanksgiving. They come back at the beginning of December, but remember they're, you know, like they're approving about a thousand podcasts a day. So if they're gone for five days, they got 5,000 to go through when they get back. Then they go uh, on vacation again the week of Christmas. So if you wanted your show available in January, it might not happen. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to be the, it's going to be close at this point. Very, very close. So, and then, I submitted, I submitted a new one this week to, from Gallup to, uh, to Apple and I haven't gotten a response back. So I'm assuming I, I, I've hit the vacation window and I will see something, um, in a week or two. I know so just 
Yeah. In the email that they came out, it, they said it normally takes them five days, which I thought was interesting because in reality, it's about three. Usually it's three to five. Worst case scenario is two weeks when they're like when we come back in January and they're just it, like I always tell people expect two weeks because they're just it's not an automated thing. It's an actual mm-hmm. person that's going mm-hmm. through them and things like that. And uh, I saw where Fred had another question. We might do that one in post show. He was asking how to make a subscribe button, and because that's so visual, I like yeah. to do visual stuff in the in the post show. So Dave, Dave um, Spreaker has similar capabilities where you can. Mm-hmm. They have a. They now have like a um, a syndication. I think is what they call it. Section where you can basically just check some buttons and say submit for me, submit on my behalf. I'm a bigger fan. Well, the part of it is I've been submitting these shows to these services like Spotify and mm-hmm. you know whatever Stitcher. Um, manually because that's the only way you could do it, you know, years ago. So I'm, I'm hesitant to give them control to submit those on my behalf. Right. All of them have ways to manually do it. So you can go in, submit, and they're actually pretty easy now. No one's making it. it used to be hard. There were a few that made it kind of hard. Um, I think tune in still, was a manual form for a while. I mean, you could, I think maybe it still is. Still right? is. And it's, uh, it's not the easiest thing to find. You go to podcasters no. at the bottom it brings up another sheet. You have to scroll down and click on submit my show. And the, the thing that was weird about TuneIn is they used to let you fill in your category. Like, yeah. here, here's a list of 18 Apple categories, but you can make up your own. I was like, how is that going to work? It's a free form in the database, right? Yeah, they, um, they have fixed that since then. But uh, So I, I, I just submit them manually. I have a spreadsheet of all our shows. We have eight shows now, and I just have a spreadsheet. When I submitted it, what the URL is, if anybody's looking for it, if you know we want to do it that way. I have just preferred to kind of take manual control. It takes a week or two to get them all approved. Yeah. So I submit them. I try to get out ahead of it. So we have a new uh, Japanese podcast, which is super cool in Japanese. Nice. And yeah, that's super cool. And so I don't understand a word of it, which is fun being the executive producer <laughs> when you can't. And the, none of the translation <laughs> stuff online work. Like right. English to Japanese is one of the hardest translations to do. So, um, uh, so I keep track of them, uh, that way, just in a spreadsheet, put them down. But with them, I kind of said, guys, it's probably going to take us about a month to get everything kind of there. So we made three. And so I'd have one to submit, right. To get, to get the RSS feed started and rolling and, and all those kinds of things. And then I've been posting one a week. In fact, I'm supposed to post one on Friday and I forgot. So I'll do that Monday. Um, and we're off to the races and, you know, so we submit them manually and it, it, that, that seems to work just fine. That's my preferred method anyway. So it's just yeah. kind of taking control of myself. Yep, absolutely. And I heard Elsie on the feed say that when you are, I I've seen it where you'll get that email from Apple that says you're in the directory. Here's your link. You'll go over it. You click on it. There's your stuff, except the artwork. I've seen that happen. And yeah. she said to really be fully integrated to where you come up and in, sh- in search, it might take a month. That's a bit of a head scratcher to me. Cause I'm like, if you're, if you're in, why would it take longer to be indexed? But there might be something to that. I just know, I always say, once you get that link, put it on your website because Apple search, I am proven over and over and over, is horrible. I will also say this. Don't name your show Talking Trash. 
because I had somebody this week. I, we can't find. I went in. I'm like, oh, it's it's right in there between the other seven shows named Talking Trash, and I'm like, mm. I'm like, that's not people of you know. Let's let's think outside the box. Maybe is, or, is the also something to avoid having yeah. the as as part of the front and, of and your podcast. Title? That's another one. Mm-hmm. I don't say no. I'm I'm going to watch the. Cowboys versus the uh, Patriots this week on the NFL football game television show. I just say I'm going to watch the game, and everybody knows it's a TV show yeah. now. But yeah. it's like, again, this is one of those things where I'm almost because the word podcast is kind of starting to mean just about anything that's media. You know, I, there are people yeah. that still think yeah. YouTube is a podcast, but if you're like I'm listening to a podcast, I don't think people is just. I don't know. It's to me the it's like I used to have um the school of podcasting and it took the word the out of it. So now if you search for school of podcasting, you know, so Here, here's a good example. So I just opened up iTunes on my phone and or at, is it the podcast app, whatever they call yeah. it. And I put in the word podcast. Like, okay, so we're asked the podcast coach, right? right? You would think we would rank pretty well for podcast, right? But what comes up? Stuff you should know. Right. <laughs> This American Life, shocking. The, never. Ted, the Ted Radio Hour and the Joe Rogan Experience. Never heard of um, them. So, <laughs> <laughs> who? Oh, who are those guys? What, yeah. what? What are they doing? And and those are the only four options. I mean, um, that's really when we think about search. That's what I got. I got. I got sheepled over to the four largest podcasts. Yeah. Not about podcasting. Yeah. So. For us, like, let's just, let's just take this, you know, so we're thinking about, Hey, we're going to name this show again and it's not going to be asked the podcast coach, but we want, because you would think yeah. like if somebody, now, now maybe, maybe it would be better, Dave, if I, and I'm, I'm, and I'm trying to kind of prove your point here on this, that the, the search is not always great. Oh, what if I just said podcast coach, right? Okay. So I, 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 I kind of know that you do a show about a podcast coach. Now we are asked the podcast coach. Mm. These are the four that appear. Any one of those look like your album art, Dave? Does that nope. is any any one of those? No. So, uh, Quick Brain. Why why would Quick Brain come? K W I K. Quick Brain with Jim Quick. The Life Coach School. Yeah. The the Life Coach School. Yeah. Mindset Mentor and the Dad Edge Podcast. Like, yeah, it's it's this is pretty broken yeah. right now does that mean i don't maybe it's not but why would quick brain show up when i put in podcast coach well the other fun thing is and this is where people lose their minds is if i go to search and type in school of you have all these things that it is suggesting so there's school of architecture school of hot rods school of greatness and when i type in school of P, School of Profits, School of Psychology, School of Public, like something, P.O., School of Poetry, School of Pod, nothing. So I have it just all of a sudden, Yeah, yeah. I get a whole lot of nothing on my screen, and I'm like, okay, so I might think that, well, it doesn't exist, but when I finish typing that and type in School of Podcasting, and so now I've got the whole thing filled in, and it's still nothing there on my search. And when I click on search, well, what do you know? There's the school of podcasting. Yeah. And it's like, well, again, this is why I always tell people, and we'll talk about this in post show, how to put a subscribe button on your uh, on well, your website. Well, 
one more. Oh, you can't see it oh. in the in the suggested uh, drop down. So it says I, I typed in "ask the podcast." Let's see mm. if I get it. So you can, there we go. The only the only suggestion it makes is "ask the podcast doctor." Like <laughs> the yeah, that is like I'm, I'm like uh, you couldn't. So in in all your database, you couldn't find "ask the podcast coach" to be a you know you would think they would f- that that suggested yeah. search capability would play off of their current catalog, right? One would think. And no. And so again, uh, when I go ask the podcast, those are the four I get. Like, yeah. Why, and on. why is there only four results? That's the, yeah. Well, you can click the see all right. You, there's a see right. all button there. So I could go in and let's see how long it takes to find, um, ask the podcast. So it's not, it's not even in the top 10, when we go that way, and then if we say if if I get super specific and I put coach in there, and I search for it, it does happen to find it very first, very yeah. first thing. But I've got to be super specific to be able to get that done. And this is where, to me, I think the author comes in handy because when I type in Jim Cullison, there he is oh, on the right. Wow. But but of course, the first things that show up is maximize your strength. So. Yep, I've been on that show. You know, and then there's a bunch of home gadget geeks and uh, sorry, I flooded that. <laughs> yeah. So it's you know, it's like, well, that's what's supposed to happen. Yeah, yeah. But that's right. where some people will put the name of their company. Well, so let's yeah, let's say I put in Ask the Podcast Coach brought to you by powerofpodcasting.com. People aren't gonna search for power of podcasting, they're gonna search for Dave Jackson or Jim Collison. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, we'll we'll see here. But uh if you uh if wasn't the podcast discovery so, word announcement is last that night. we so it is is author the stronger search term in there then is in that, some I cases mean, yeah maybe because it's so specific right in other words the term Jim Collison or Dave Jackson is not a the word podcast right there's no and the, so it's, it's unique <laughs> it's unique yeah yeah and yeah. I I was really worried because there are so many Dave Jacksons. Um, and people always ask, like, do you go by Dave or David? The reason I go yeah. by Dave is, I don't know, about probably two or three years ago, I went to Google, typed in David Jackson. There were like a gazillion. And then I typed in Dave Jackson, and there were like half a gazillion. And I went, all right, I'm Dave. There's less traffic on that one. Um, so we have a question in the chat room here. Each episode Libsyn tells SoundCloud is out of room. I thought the RS feed has nothing to do with how much. To- okay, what this is saying is, so Hal is asking, he's like, look, I'm in Libsyn. I said, push this to SoundCloud. SoundCloud, when you're using a free account, holds up to three hours. So if you've published two and a half hours and your latest episode is an hour, SoundCloud goes, we're, we're full. I don't need any more. So yeah. what you have to do. And they're is, mean full. When they get full, they block everything. They, yeah. So then yeah. you have to go to SoundCloud, go to your tracks and delete the old one. And while you're there. See how many downloads those tracks are now getting. Now, if you were on SoundCloud, you're going to say there's a ton. Okay, well, we'll delete the old one, put out a new one, make sure that your SoundCloud feed is now using your Libsyn feed or whoever you move to so that you're not getting downloads from your feed. You're only Because what that means is this is how many uh, plays you're getting from the SoundCloud app and the SoundCloud website. And for me, it's literally last week was four. And that's where I'm, you go. I'm one or two. Yeah. Is that worth 15 bucks? And I'm like, uh, no. And then you have to ask yourself, is it worth going over to delete the old one to make room for a new one? And I got very, very lucky. I'm still waiting for this to reverse. I canceled my paid plan and I still have unlimited storage. 
So yay for computer glitches. So I'm like, it's awesome. But uh, yeah, so you might, it, David might be. So if you had a following on SoundCloud and that's very, very right. possible, a lot of musicians out there, there's a lot of things. If you had a following there already and you were publishing and you were having, you were seeing good numbers, it's worth the $15. Like yeah. if you, I, I'm on, I, I started on, on your favorite one, Podomatic mm. way back in the day. That was my very first one. I started there. I've since left, but I have 170 subscribers still there yeah. that will not leave. Like for six years, Dave, they have continued to follow me on Podomatic. I do not know why it's crazy, but so for me, it's worth the time. I still, and actually I'm paying right now. I pay 10, I, they, they threw some ridiculous like 90% off deal for me. Like, hey, if you stay and purchase this, we'll give it to you for almost nothing. So I bought even more storage. That's the same thing. Uh, Podomatic and SoundCloud are, the, are very, very similar in that they limit your storage, right? That's the storage and bandwidth. SoundCloud doesn't do bandwidth. So um, it, yeah, for me, 170, okay, I'm not going to abandon 170 listeners for that, but I'm with you. I'm on SoundCloud. I get two, like now I don't promote it very well. And right. I, it's not my, it's not my, and I'm not, but it, I'm going to spend five minutes. I would not push it through Ellipson. I would just go out to SoundCloud, delete your last one, upload. This would be a great Zapier. I, I'm just going to look yeah. and see if Zapier has this, where it would say, Hey, go there, grab this, delete the last one, submit this one. Um, that'd be a great Zapier or Zap, um, but yeah, I wouldn't for sound for SoundCloud unless you unless you have a following out there. Yeah, I don't think it's worth paying for. Yeah, uh, Daniel in the chat room says uh, SoundCloud gave him a paid plan, but it recently expired, so it must have been some sort of weird five year thing. Hope that's not the case. I'll probably go in later and find out that I've been blocked. Um, but uh, well, but but you have so few following out there. It doesn't really matter. Like the tree yeah. fell in the forest and nobody was there to hear it. So it's not it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, SoundCloud uh, Hal says is not worth the fifteen dollars a month no, at yeah. this juncture, and that's what I'm like. Okay, so yeah, that's, do do the manual job. Go out and uh, delete your last episode, upload one. It takes. I can do it in 30 seconds and you're you're done and you're covered and I get a little traction on SoundCloud. So why wouldn't I spend the 15 seconds doing it? You never know. It really comes down to what do you have more of time or money? And true. And if you don't have enough time, you're like, well, I guess I'll just lose those four subscribers or whatever, you know, that whole nine yards. But it's like I submitted to Deezer uh, and I'm trying to think of the other one radio.com. I get almost nothing on because it's not radio.com. Because radio.com, the website, they only promote their radio shows. Um, but radio.com, the app, you're in, and it's not it's not a great, again, another great search tool, things like that. But it took me all of maybe three seconds to submit my show over there. And you never know. this That's owned by CBS. So all these different platforms are starting to promote. Like I did here, I forget what show I was listening to. might have been Jim Rome because he's on CBS Radio. And I heard them mention radio.com and I was like, well, that's cool. I wish they did have the podcast on their website, but you know, it's whatever. It's more free promotion that took me four seconds to potentially yeah. grow my audience. So, yeah, you know, um, no. so you I do- could, I could probably write no, Zapier does not have a, they have a SoundCloud integration, but not for, uh, for posting content. So that's, that is really, the more I dig into Zapier, boy, you can do some, like I have a thing mm-hmm. where if somebody leaves, the school of podcasting. How dare they? Uh, but people graduate all the time. So when they leave, based on something in Stripe, it triggers them to then remove them from the school of podcasting email list. 
and it makes a to-do item t- for me to remove them out of my CRM. So it, it's, that's a really – the more I dig into that, you can really yeah. do some uh, some cool stuff. Um, Jim, we have uh, – I, I, I grabbed some questions from Facebook. One thing about Facebook, I, I did not do this on purpose, but I probably took a good two weeks off of playing in Facebook. And A, it's interesting because – not all of Facebook, like my like Facebook groups, I should say. But it was interesting because the podcasters hang out, at least from what I saw, there are a lot of people announcing their podcasts in there. And I don't think that's one where you get a free shout out when you sign up. So I was kind of like, there was a lot of that and a lot of what I'm calling conversation starters, which really, really, really look like a podcast consultant trying to uh, weasel their way into a client. Like my one was, this isn't a promotion, but here's a video I made for somebody. What do you think of it? And I'm like, mm-hmm. really? Mm-hmm. If that's not a promotion, yeah. if you have to start well, off something with, this is not a promotion, I'm like, mm, wait a minute, hold on. It's kind of like, well, not to be offensive is a nice way of saying the next thing I'm going to say <laughs> is offensive. So have you, have you kept track of that? There was a no rules podcast group that started I don't know, three months ago. Oh man. That was like, you can do whatever you want. Have you kept track of that? I have, have, I have not. Have you? I, I have. Um, and it actually, okay. I haven't, I haven't looked at it in a month, but right. I, I watched it start. Cause that's when the exciting things happen. And um, it actually was okay. Like it, it, people promoted, but you just ignored the promotions. If you, there wasn't a lot of great conversation out there. No. I mean, it was, it was, it was mostly promotions and some, you know, some, um, you know, uh, just, but the funny thing is, is when people find out they can do whatever they want, they, the, the very first posts are just outrageous stupidness. Right. Like you're like, this brings no value. Then they kind of, they're like, Oh, this isn't going to get a rise out of somebody. So then it kind of gets, it kind of gets normal after that. So I think there's just, as humans, we're just kind of built in a weird way that when there are no rules, we immediately want to go to the edges. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know what that is about us. We just want to, Oh, no rules. I can eat what I'm at the buffet and I can eat whatever I want. Here is 18 slabs of bacon and I'll put some gravy on top of it. And you're like, you don't, you actually don't need that. Um, a two would have been fine. Maybe four if you're that, you know? Yeah. So we, there's just a, a weird extremeness that happens when we say we've taken the rules off. I'm not, I'm not a total downer on some self-promotion. I think right. some of the groups get a little too like, Talk about grumpy old man in some of those groups. Good <laughs> heavens. Say your name and people are like, that's self-promotion. You're out of here. You know, and it's like, oh, I don't know. So there's a balance in there somewhere, well, isn't I, there? I was just surprised that I like I logged in and like the first maybe that was it. It was like the first three posts were like, you know, here's my show, here's my show, here's my show. And I'm like, wait, isn't I, I actually looked over, I'm like, am I in the wrong group? Cause mm. I'm pretty sure, but uh, I thought okay. it would—I thought it would gamify this a bit. So we'll, we'll turn on our fun field. Uh, um, Jim, your choices are intro, outro, potential guests, too many interviews, or vice versa. Ooh, I like vice versa vice- for 400, Alex. <laughs> so, <laughs> vice versa. This came from Tim Smith on Facebook. He says, other than Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And your website. How do you advertise your podcast? Is it on, on other social media or other websites? Non-internet solutions. My podcast is about ultra running. Hmm. Which do you know what? Like, is there a difference? Yeah, really long distance running. Okay. So like marathon and over is okay. ultra. Yeah. He says, and there's really only one major ultra running magazine. 
I guess theoretically, I could put in an ad in there, has anyone ever done anything like that? So why did I name this vice versa? Yeah, why did you? You don't get it? No. I'm like, if there's only one running magazine and it's about ultra running, instead of you advertising in their magazine. Oh, there you go. I like why that. not contact them and say, hey, I've got your target audience over there. For me, that's a potential partner that like, hey, why don't you sponsor the show? And in part of our sponsorship, not only will I mention the magazine, but if you have stories or people you want interviewed from the magazine to help promote the magazine, we could do that. And then in return, I'll give you a little bit of code and you can put this on your website and try to turn that into a partnership with a little bit of money coming your way. So I, I thought that was interesting. Uh, I would, I, I don't know, but let's go back to what if you don't vice versa it. Okay. I guess it depends on how much your budget is and how much, because I'm trying to think if I've ever... See, I do in newsletters. When some when I read a podcast newsletter, if there's a thing for ads, I always glance at the ad to and it, that goes back to having a really great title. But can you think, do you know if you've ever clicked on or followed an ad in a paper magazine? I, I think the click rate's pretty low uh, on those. I, I think, it, so I know that ultra running community really, really well. So like I was a part of that for a while. Yeah. And um, and I think this pertains to a lot of groups that are, and, and let's use the word, well, we'll say extra, right? Groups that it's not just like, I mean, running a marathon is enough. Do you really need to run 50 miles or 100? There's a whole different group of people that do that, right? They're extreme, they're extra. Not in a bad way. It's just as that's the way they are, right? Anything worth doing is worth overdoing, and they're, they're overdoing that. So to reach them, though, the credibility in that space is you have to do it. That's all it is. You have to be there. You have to be a part of the groups. There are Facebook groups for them. We have one, the Omaha Trail Runners group here in Omaha that has all the ultra folks in it. And get in there and have some conversations. You say this all the time, but this is a perfect example of one of those. If Go to their events. I think this is where YouTube can be your friend is create some YouTube videos around ultra with, with your experience. Vlog it. Uh, talk about it. Create reviews on there. Um, those things that in those extra communities, the niche of the niche, this is not just running. This is ultra running. Um, the, the SEO, the discoverability is very, very strong. If you, if you get in those communities, get your stuff titled, right. I'm watching a bunch of homesteaders right now on YouTube. I don't know why I just am. And now all the suggestions that come up are homesteading <laughs> and I'm not going to homestead. Like I'm, that's not, yeah. I, I just, I'm, I'm, I find it fascinating. These people kind of starting their own, you know, self-sustaining communities. And so I think this is an area where YouTube could be very, very helpful when you're in a niche of a niche where I don't think it's helpful is when you're in the pool, when it's, you know, when it's, right. when it's an all skate, that, <laughs> that, that doesn't help. But when you're a niche, niche of a niche of a niche, hyper niche, whatever you want to call it, um, an extra niche, I think YouTube could be a really good way to do this. Yeah. There's an interesting question in the chat room. Zach is asking, am I going to grow back your beard? So what I want to do, <laughs> we're, just we're just that. talking about this. Yeah. Um, well, what I'm going to do is in the chat room yes. and I'm not yes. offended. Should I grow back my beard? Yes. Should I not? Uh, no. And uh, while you guys answer that question, I want to talk about some of my favorite people. And of course, I hope this is going to work. It actually worked. Yay. Uh, we're talking about the awesome supporters. If you go out to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome, uh, we are talking about, he said, trying to click things. There we go. Um, the teacher's pet chair is still open. 
This is where you can get a greatly reduced one-on-one consulting. You get to meet with me for an hour. So if you've ever thought about doing consulting, this is a really cheap way to do it. Uh, but the $20 a month people are talking about awesome people like Jim Harold from Podlords. And I'm sorry, you have to say that with an English accent. It just doesn't sound right the other way. Um, Greg over at Debt Shepherd. If you're looking to get your finances in order, check him out over at DebtShepherd.com. Uh, Glenn the Geek Hebert over at HorseRadioNetwork.com. Uh, Josh Rivers at PodcastingExperiments.com. Max Trescott up in the air at AviationNewsTalk.com. Shane from Spybrary. So if you're interested in spy stuff, uh, check it out, Spybrary.com. Carrie Bond over at KeyWestPerspective.com. That's a show about island life and the people who live it. Carl White down in Life in the Carolinas podcast.com. Kim Kragy from Toastmasters101.net if you want to get your Toastmaster on and get your speak on. Jay Cleveland Payne over at morebettermedia.com. He actually has a show called Podcast Pep Talk that I thought I had updated the slide to, but apparently did not. But <laughs> if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. All right. So what we- right now it's overwhelmingly yes. Okay. So yes. people don't like that. I don't unless, either. For the- unless she says no, and there's no she at the moment. Right. right? There's so no she. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. I personally do not like it. Uh, there's more neck here than there was three years ago <laughs> when I didn't have a. Uh, you know, there's a cure for that, right? Yeah. It's it's called back away from the Twinkie. <laughs> so uh, did we have any other questions in the chat room? Mm-hmm. No, I did not see that. That means we're back to Jim. Jim, uh, yeah. we're oh. de- intro, outro. Yeah, the- intro, outro for 200. Uh, for 200. Okay, great. Um, Panks, that's the name, P-A-N-K-S, Panks Dingra uh, says, and this was one of those conversation starters I was just talking about. What are the things you include in your podcast for intro, outro, especially for the outro? Include can include introduction about the episode and some ever and some advertisement. Anything else in the outro? What about your outro? So, Jim, what what's your intro? Well, they're different by shows. I am Jim Collison, and live from the Gallup Studios here in Omaha, Nebraska, is the intro I start with for for Gallup. Um, this is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geeks. That's what I start with for of the Home Gadget Geeks show. Same every time. And one of the things I learned with my listeners is they get, that's a hook. Like that's mm. a, that's a, that is a, they, they get, you know, they get kind of, um, it's a Pavlovian effect. Like they hear it and they're prepared. It's like the music that you use. Don't change it. Don't change it all the time. Make it the same. They, they, you know, the, remember the A team, you know, bum, 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 oh, yeah. bum, bum. Okay. We hear that. All you need is the first five notes and you go A team, right? That's it. You want, you want people to have the same response on your podcast. I think if you're going to be long-term of, when they hear I am Jim Collison and live from the Gallup studios, I want them to know they've found the right place. And so for me, the rest of it is secondary to what is your hook? What's your, what are you doing? You have, um, uh, when you have that music that plays on school of podcasting that, um, you know, the hit it ladies. Yeah. Okay. I know where I'm at. Yeah. And I think, I think, that's as an important part of your brand on your intro as, as anything. I also brand my, my exits as well. My well, the other thing I was, when I was at uh, DC Podfest, the guy was talking about this, um, um, dun, dun, right? Is NBC. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. There's a like Intel has that little like yeah, dun dun dun. Yeah. Um yeah. there's a bunch of like different ones. Um even if it's or notes. Or notes or, or notes. Yeah. I don't know why it's always like uh that's that's five. McDonald's, mm-hmm. right? I'm loving mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But there are all sorts mm-hmm. yeah. So there are all sorts of uh different audio um logos, I guess you yeah. could say. It's I call it brand. I think it's yeah. your brand, right? It's it's what people they they hear it and they immediately identify with it. Where it became really apparent was I was, you know I did this podcast live in front of a thousand people and yeah, how was I that? Said, I said I am Jim Collison and they went like they, <laughs> it was the intro like that's what they were waiting for and and um in life you know like, Jim Collison, holy cow! Well, it, it wasn't the name, right? As much as it was the familiarity of that of that intro, it could have been anything. It could have been if I had started by saying, um, "This is the Gallup Network, and you have found called the Coach." If I had done that in the same format over and over and over again, that would have had the brand. So, this is where repetition. Humans love repetition. And so this is in the area. I think you just have to establish your brand. You said the other day, we changed the intro to this show last week, right? You kind a little of changed bit. it up a little bit, right? Yeah. Bad, good. Any response to that? I, I think you try to keep it as consistent as possible. How did you feel in, in making that change? Uh, well, the thing that always, the reason I changed it, there it is. There's podcast pep talk, by the way. I knew I changed that somewhere. Um, the, uh, I find myself, we would come in, we'd start talking and then way later in the show, I'd be like, hey, if you want to join the show, it's askthepodcastcoach.com slash join. And we're live every Saturday, askthepodcastcoach.com slash. I don't say that very often. And I thought if I just move that into the intro, yeah, then at least I've said it once. And I'm like, okay. But I always used to just say joining me is Jim Cullison. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what I'll do now is I will do the we're live first. And then if you want to join, join, and that join will then join to me introducing you. And I'm like, that just, that should flow. Okay. Um, I think it did. What's the very first thing that you say though, when you open the show? uh, There's that music. That means it's Saturday morning. It's time for ask the podcast coach. Well, you first say though, ask the podcast coach. Oh yeah. For, and and today I almost said 2311, 2019. I went dyslexic for a half a second. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) And then, but then the music is the hook, right? Then, then you come in, there's that music that, right. And, yeah. and, um, I, listen, I tried to mimic that one time I hosted the show without you and I mm. did the music and I tried to do that. It's not the same, <laughs> like you're, it's you, right. You brand this. So I always tell people don't monkey with that when you have that brand hook. And I think our show's brand hook is the music because we both dance. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and um, well, growing up, I remember Johnny Carson, man, and I remember yeah. you, it's funny you mentioned that because I remember if Ed was sick or out or whatever, and it wasn't very often, but they would have somebody else, you know, do Ed's job of it. it's the night show with Johnny Carson. And all of a sudden you're like, wait, something's wrong. That doesn't that's not Ed, you know, but I just remember being in the kitchen and the minute I would hear that number one, you knew it was 1130. Uh, and number two, you knew what was good. It's like, oh, time to get in here. It's almost time for Johnny and that whole nine yards. So, yeah, the uh, it's it's part of your brand. It's like you said. And I'm I know some people are like, yeah, but don't they get sick of hearing the same music? No, they don't. No, it's it's no. 
they get mad when you when you move it. Brett makes an interesting comment in the chat. He says, "Don't mess with my intro. That screws up the the skip feature for me, right? Yeah, yeah. In, my, in my podcast player. And okay, that's some of it too. Like if I know, so for for the most part, I know Leo Laporte's commercials mm-hmm. are going to be three minutes. <laughs> so I go." 30 30 30 30 30 30 and it boom it gets me through whatever six thirties is and um and yeah you're right i mean some consistency in that i my regular listeners if they don't want to listen to the intro i want them to easily be able to skip it so it helps for me to be consistent in my in my intros as well so they can skip and get right to the meat but you want that intro for people who are brand new. You don't want to just jump into the content for, you know, somebody finds this podcast and all of a sudden it's just like, you know, you, you do yeah. want to have a little bit of an intro there for them. So I like the consistency in that when we, when we think about intros. And Scott over at uh, the Code 3 podcast that I, I auditioned both. Oh, he's talking about I, I hit the wrong thing. Q2U. He got a yeah, he got a Samsung Q2U and just loves it. It really is. And I, I know Daniel in the chat room from the Audacity to podcast, he says, Yeah, I absolutely recommend the Q2U more now than the ATR twenty one hundred. Not that the the ATR twenty one hundred sounds bad. He thinks it sounds a little better. I do too. I think there's a little more bottom end to it. Uh the only <laughs> the only downside is the Q2U doesn't have the lifetime you know, warranty, but if you're not beating the snot out of your microphone, I mean, it's not like you're going to damage it doing this and then getting it out of the way. So I've had this thing on my, on this clip and it has not moved in five years. And, you know, I just, yeah, it could go bad, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, Daniel says, if you ever want to feel better about how well you host your own podcast, watch someone else try to fill in for you. Yes, that could yes. be fun. <laughs> no, like I'm on this show every week with you, Dave, but you have the hosting duties, and so well, I don't even think of it. But it is different when you're not here, because number one, you're just good. Like like last week when we had the deal where I froze up, you just jumped in. Like okay, uh, you know, it, and I'm not sure. I think other people. Number one, they kind of have, they feel like, oh, I'm in somebody else's house. Like, this is your house. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, you know, and so more, more like we're roommates. Let's just blow over yeah, the tower. Yeah. So yeah. you were just keen to, like, okay, I know what's going on here. Plus, you're, you live stream all the time. You know, this happens and you just jumped in. I'm not sure if somebody who, because some of the people I pull in here, in some cases, I don't know them. I'm, I'm pulling them on to get to know them. They're, they're in podcasting and I'm like, oh, this will be fun. But if they're not used to live streaming, that that might have been a, a you know they get a total you know just deer in the headlights and they don't know what to do. So um, it is different when you're not here. Not that it's better or worse. It's just different. It's and, just different. Well, it's more like an interview when I'm not like because you have you're having somebody who's not used to the for for one thing we've been doing the banter for so long we know how to finish each other's sentences we know where we're going we know right we know those things that you you kind of you know when i'm going to wrap up a piece of content you were able to read my body language but when you have a guest on it's more like an interview as opposed to a co-host responsibility and and i know that last week when you locked up I had to quickly think like, okay, what, what do we, like, what can we do to keep people busy until now part of that's being a dad. Like you just, you <laughs> figure that when you're a dad, you just figure those things out. But the other one, we just had some, we just come off of some content talking about numbers. Yeah. And I was able to say, Hey, let's talk about what, what do you have in your channel? Anything to create movement 
right? To keep things going so it didn't seem awkward. But you're right. Some some folks would have been like, uh, what? Do, uh, okay, what we what, what do we do now? You know, and and it's part of live streaming with you every week. I think you just get better at it. And I'm by the way, like a pilot who is always looking for a landing. I during this show, I'm always thinking about okay, if something were to happen. Where would I go? What would I do? Do I have content available? Could right. I ask you a question? Some of those kinds of things. So while it looks like no prep, there's a little bit of prep that goes into making sure this thing continues to work. Yeah. Bang's uh, in the chat room. Oops. It's always fun when you go to click on it. Just, yeah. <laughs> like, ah, uh, uh, he says, I did break out the Nady SP1 mic last week. Wow. Nady is not a good brand in my book. I remember when I had a, I got a cheap, it was when, when wireless systems first came out. And I bought a, a Nady wireless system for my guitar. And it literally was the case where I was playing once out live and we started picking up like CB radios and stuff to the, the perhaps blue, perhaps blue ribbon of <laughs> yeah. you're just sitting there playing. All of a sudden it's like breaker one man. I'm like, Oh, that's not going to work. Yeah. That's so, so good. So I had to play. Is that a radio shack brand? Was that back in the day? No, was that, that was, radio? um, that was Tandy. Tandy was the Radio Shack, which was also another like, wow, this this is not going to be very good. So that's always uh, fun when you do that. You know, so real quick, Colin, before you transition, the 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 Q2U, the ATR twenty one hundred, like uh, you know, you, you could go either way on yeah. those. Like it's going to be a preference kind of thing, and they're about the same price. So if you're if you got a twenty one hundred, you need to go out and buy a Q2U. No, if you but if you're thinking about it, if you want to stay in that under hundred dollar price range, I think it's worth a try. I, I may I may order both and try them both for me and then send one back that it, that I'm not going to use or keep one for a road mic. That yeah. would be another be another you know buy both and keep one for a road mic. Well, and I could take a, a ATR twenty one hundred and then in post add a little bass to it and probably make it sound just as good you know as as the Q two yeah. or vice versa. Yeah. For me, I love these twenty one hundreds, and and actually have a little too much bass for me. I need to. I, I'm always taking bass out. I have a pretty bassy voice, especially in the mornings at nine thirty on yeah. a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Jim walks in, sounding like Barry White. Hello, welcome to that's the podcast, Coach. Hey, you know a question we haven't answered, but we should because next week is Thanksgiving here in uh, the U.S. Should I podcast during the holidays? Should I keep going? What are, What are your thoughts? Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, if you can, if you can, it's not a holiday in June when you, you, people are downloading your back catalog. So if you can, yeah. do. Um, we're not Thursday is my normal recording night. Thursday is Thanksgiving here in the United States. Uh, I will not be podcasting on Thursday, but right. I'm going to do a special episode with my daughter Friday night, nice. um, and and we'll we'll put it in the feed. And so, but I've taken that week off too. Where I've just no, I'm gonna take a freaking week off. Yeah, because um, that's it's okay. That's one it's of those okay. things too, where you you kind of get a pass if if you say, "Hey, it's a holiday week. I'm gonna take a week off." And this is where people forget your audience actually likes you. Otherwise, they wouldn't listen. <laughs> yeah. So they're yeah. kind of like, "Good for you. You take time with your family." Like I just this morning, I went through and got an egg McMuffin, and I saw on the signs like, "Hey, we're closed Thanksgiving, so our employees can can have time with their families." And I'm like. Good for you, McDonald's. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like I was like, but I need an egg McMuffin on Thursday. What am I going to do? So there are people, there are people, oh, yeah. Dave, who, who would say that. Bangs in the chat room says, avoid family. Yes, avoid family at all costs. Hey, not a bad excuse if you need to get away from the family. Yeah, sorry, got to go I, podcast. I yeah. understand that. Yeah. 
Uh, yes. It's, yeah, it's not Thanksgiving in Europe, so sorry. You know, uh, <laughs> Canadians are. Uh, it's not even a Thanksgiving on the entire continent no. here. The, the Canadians already did it, so isn't they it need bo- the podcast. Isn't it Boxing Day? No, Boxing Day is February eighth. No, Boxing Day is December twenty sixth. Okay, I know there's some. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. with you. And if you're worried about running out of time, that's where, if you can, again, uh, record one ahead of time and just, you know, yeah. you know, have a couple in the can and then take the, you know, your holidays and enjoy your family time or like Jim said, or not just, just announce like next week, uh, Jim won't be around for the post show. Cause he's got this fun thing called a plane to catch and go to, uh, to London I'll be coming from, so I'll be here next week, but the week after the fifth, I'll be actually flying back from London while you guys are on S. So I may, I may try to join you via Wi-Fi from the plane. <laughs> oh, not like not video and not certainly not doing this, right. but at least listen and be in the chat room two two Saturdays from now, the fifth or the seventh. Yeah, I think that's the seventh of December. Got it. December seventh, Pearl Harbor Day. There we go. Uh, shut down the conversation. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yay, yeah. Pearl Harbor. But, yeah. but, but the but the point in there is like things are going to change. I'm going to be gone. You're going to have to adapt. Yeah, yeah, you just do that. You just do it. If he's available, because I I told him he could join, and then you ended up not having to take a week off. The co-host will be Kyle Bondo from oh, Gagglepod. So good. Um, good. So Kyle, if you're listening, I'm going to contact you about that. So Kyle. Yeah, he's a good guy. That's a guy I got to hang out with at uh, DC Podfest and just a, a super nice guy. Him and Tim do, um, I think it's still called Podfaded, but they do, I think that's the one they do. I, I'm drawing a blank. I know there's Podfaded. No, it's not. There's another one that they do that's escaping me, but they do kind of a, almost like a, it's like a younger version of the new media show. They talk oh. about news and things like that. Uh, so, so that I'll have to contact Kyle, but that'll that'll be fun to have him hang in. Now, what are you doing in London again? So, um, we're ex so podcasting related. I'm glad that you asked. So, we are going to do. So, we're going to record some. We have we have these these certified strengths coaches, and they're coming in to do presentations that we're recording. Hmm. And then I'm going to ask them some questions. And so, we'll have both material that we're making videos for YouTube and some marketing content. Then Wednesday night, London time, so 4 p.m., uh, 10 a.m. Central Wednesday, we're going to do a live uh, with a live studio audience from the Shard in London, looking out the window, 18th floor, looking out the window. So my backdrop, I'm hoping, we start at 4, and I'm hoping it'll be dark enough by then. My backdrop will be London lights, which would be super cool. And we're interviewing some coaches that are there. Um, we've asked a few of them to join us. And so we're wrapping this. It's a whole day. It's like a, it's like a, um, um, the, the event is like a seminar day. They come, they paid to come and be a part of these sessions and breakouts. It's like a, like a, um, like a conference, like a one day conference. There we go. We'll wrap the whole conference with this live podcast. So, uh, Nice. Uh, what, what's the question you ask? What What is my podcast done for me? No, what's, yeah, what's uh, the, because of my podcast. Because of my podcast, I'm flying to London. I get to do a live podcast from the Shard, and nice. uh, meet a bunch of people and and do a bunch of video recording. So that's that's pretty cool because of my podcast. But, nice. And and London's yeah. fun. I've been there once. It was it's a cool. Yeah, place. looking forward to. It. In fact, any listeners to this show, it may be too late by the time you hear it. But if you're in London, I'm uh, December first. I'll have an afternoon available, and uh, I'm trying to track down some folks to just meet up with. So, nice. If you want to do that? Um, uh, so they ask. 
Uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. Will I get any sightseeing time? A little bit. I, I'm really going over there to work, and there'll be some sightseeing as part of it. I'm not a big sightseeing guy. Oh, uh, you got to go. Kind of a work. Yeah. So. Well, the thing that got me about Buckingham Palace is what you see with all the guards and stuff is just her front porch. Like that. Yeah. I was like, holy cow. Um, uh, Scott has a question. I noticed you're grabbing the mic a lot with no yeah, noise. I do. I do. around quite a bit. Yeah. I heard a, yeah. ever so slightly. I heard, but a lot yeah, of that's right gonna, there. There's, I use, let's see, there we go. Uh, yeah. There's a little shock mount on his microphone there. It's like, it's like $7. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe a little bit. More. My shock so, mount no. is, is a bunch of old rubber bands. So in theory, no, see, I hear, see if I'm, I'm tapping. There's a little sound when you're listening but, for it. Yeah. But if I were to just grab this and move it, you know, it's not, you know, no. It's, it's, it's the road arm and it's this little on, it's uh, on stage studios I bought. Works great. I actually did a test where I tested it with just the stock one and then I tested it with this one. Yeah. And it, there's a noticeable difference yeah. on there. And this you can use for any, any mic that has the regular. You know, the yeah, regular a 58, um, a Q2U, anything. Yeah. And then I'm using the Samson something M20 something arm that is yeah, less expensive. This is the 420 that Bangs is talking yeah. about in the chat room. I think this is the 420. Yeah. I think I, I'd have to go back and look it up. They're, they're, they're all pretty good and they're all pretty inexpensive. So not, not a bad way to go. Yeah. I don't know that I don't really move my arm a lot. I usually, when I sit down and I look at where things are, I kind of put it near me and, try to stand close to it and go from there. I think that's more of a, and even that, when I see radio guys, they don't usually move their arm around a lot. Uh, in some cases, I know it's a bad habit. I shouldn't do it, yeah. but I do. Um, yeah, I shouldn't do it. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we've got a couple left, Jim. We have, uh, too many interviews and potential guests. I'll take potential guests for 600. Hours. All right. This is, uh, this was from, I forgot, uh, but he says, which would you prefer? So I forgot to get their name. My apologies. Uh, would you rather have a, would you rather watch a 30 second pitch video from a potential guest, uh, listen to a previous podcast appearance? So this is about potential guests. Uh, would you rather watch a 30 second pitch video, listen to a previous podcast appearance, um, read a bio or talk to them personally? I would rather silence my phone. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that would be just, good. I, my phone is, but not my watch. I'm like, I need to figure out how to do. It's like <laughs> there you go. no worries. Um, uh, so for potential guests, actually, my favorite thing to do is just to talk to them. Like I've had for for called the coach at work. People are like, hey, you ought to interview so and so, and I'm like okay, let me, let me just talk to him. And I, I don't, I mean, if I, if I, I'm not going to make a decision necessarily based off an interview or based off a 30 second promo or any of those kinds of yeah. things, I'd rather get a 30 minute call with them. If I'm going to, if they're going to be my guest, I, I'll, I'll take, I'll take 30 minutes to just chat with them. You find out a lot in 30 minutes about who they are and what they're doing. It gives you a chance to ask some questions that you're not going to get in an interview. So I don't know. Was that one of the answers is call them and just talk to them? That would be my. Yeah, that's the one. Talk, that, talk to them personally. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That that's, would be my. To me, when somebody pitches me, just a prove you've listened to my show. And then in theory, you understand my audience and then explain how your content is going to bring value to my audience. 
Like somebody said, I help people grow email lists. And I'm like, okay, podcasters might want to grow their email list, but that's not a heck yeah. That's not one where I go, oh, absolutely, you're on the show. You know, so for me, when you can, but if it's, I'm trying to think of something else, like uh, if I'm a speaker coach, okay, that kind of fits because it's all about presentations. But if you can go that extra mile to really connect the dots where they're like, no, this is why, this is what I see a lot of podcasters doing. And here's how I would instruct this. Or here's the thing that's going to, for me, it's like, what are you going to say on my podcast that's going to inspire my audience to hit the share button? And when you can point that out to me and I go, oh, absolutely, we're good to go. But, uh, and then I always tell people my new thing is, because uh, I have a bunch of people approaching me because it's now, it's officially weight loss season. I don't know if you know that. This is where, you know, I have a client that I'm helping launch a weight loss show and I have people approaching me all the time. And I would just say, I would be, you know, send me your bio. And then if I agree to have you on my show, because I don't know you, I reserve the right to not publish it. And mm-hmm. and if you're a big boy or a big girl and you can handle the fact that it might not make it or, you know, if you're not sure you have value and you, you're not worried, about, if you go, mm, I'm not really crazy about that, that's fine. But if you're confident that, yes, I will bring value, then bring it on and, and chances are you probably do. So uh, that's that's my thought on that. It just Just keep in mind, I saw somebody in Facebook today that had what I actually talk about. They were concerned because – they thought you could either do a interview show or a solo show. Mm. They're like, has anybody ever done a solo show? And so Todd and I are like, been doing one for 14 years. You can do both. It doesn't have to be either or. So I know Jim, you like to do interviews on your show. I do. But on occasion you'll throw in somebody cancels or whatever, and you'll do a solo show. And it's yeah, not, once every two years, yeah, it's maybe. not your favorite that's, that's thing. That's not my favorite thing yeah. to do. no, no. No, this is uh, actually, Dave, when, when we think about what I like to do, this is my favorite. Like having you and me, I, I was I was on Jim Harold. Uh, yeah. I was on Pod Lords, I think 13. Pod Lords. It, it, we have to have, have, to, yeah. have to play the music. Yeah. And um, uh, I was telling Jim, I just one of my favorite things to do is Saturday morning. And it's not it's not just the audience, which we have a great audience. And it's not just the format because I love talking about podcasting. But this kind of relationship that we have every week where we kind of know each other really well and we get to talk about this and it's sometimes on topic and sometimes off topic and right. we, it's, we're not trying to do anything. Like this is just a weekly get together, talk about the topics. We want to help people. We want to see the, that. That is my, even more than the ones I host at work. And I really like them, the ones I host and even Home Gadget Geeks, what I really like doing. This one from a, like, if you were asking me what's my favorite, this is my favorite format. And I just, I really like it. I'm just, I'm comfortable in it. It's fun. It's fun. It's, that's really it. That's it. We're goofing around. Yeah. Right. And so it's just a ton of fun. Randy has a great question here. Is getting people to hit the share button, the barometer of whether or not you say yes to a guest? Hmm. I don't think so. I, I look for talent first and yeah. then if they share awesome, but. Well, not so much will they share it, oh, but I'm I'm trying to get my audience to share it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess that's to me the. Oh, I see what he's saying. That's the barometer of if it was good or not. Because in the end, yeah, right there's there's been so many reports that say word of mouth is the biggest way that people learn about new podcasts. So if I can get their audience or my audience anybody to share it, because I can say, hey, you know. 
come listen to Ask the Podcast Coach. It's a great show. And people expect me to say that because, well, I'm the host. But if I can get one of you to share it and they go, well, holy cow, you know, Eric Eric shared this show and he said this was really good. So now Eric's audience yeah. is going to go, yeah. well, if Eric thinks it's good, it must be good because they yeah. know, like, and trust Eric. So that's but the I, – I don't know if the share gets as much traction as we think it does. No. You know, I, I, I that's it's, it's a pipe dream, but – I'm not sure we get, you know, um, so Jim had me on pod Lords. I tried to share it to my community. I have a tech community. They don't give a rip about podcasting. And it was a, it was an interview about podcasting. Now it had me in it. Yes. But we were talking about podcasting a little tiny bit of tech, but not very much. Right. Jim, Jim asked me favorite gear and I talk about monitors in there, but so I'm, I'm not sure. So my primary audience now, what about my Gallup audience? You'd think, wow, we got we have tens of thousands on the Gallup side. Again, don't necessarily care about listening to Jim talk about podcasting. So I'm not sure it's always that even if they do share, it may not go it may not go very far. Well, I, I did two interviews this week. One was for a show called Childless by Choice. And so I talked to her about my first marriage and how my ex-wife had one ovary and endometriosis, hence childless. Oh, not right. by choice. Yeah. Uh, um, right. And so there was that. And then I just got interviewed for a show about hashtag solving me too. And because I'm very open to talk about, hey, I'm kind of scared to even try to date right now because I'm worried. I'm And I'm not even a creepy guy. But I, I said, it really seems like the only thing I can say that won't get me in trouble is, would you like to go to dinner sometime? And I was like, because if I say anything like, wow, that's a great picture of you, somebody might say, oh, you creep, because that means you were looking at the sweater, which means you were looking at her boobs, which means you're a creep. And I'm like, no, I just I thought it was a nice pic. It's a nice smile. I'm sorry. So I said, I'm, I'm I said, that's what I'm worried about. So she kind of went through and it was really interesting towards the end because she, she's um, I think she has a degree in psychology. She has a lot of degrees. So it was really interesting, just that whole nine yards. But I don't know that if I my audience is like, hey, let's talk about bandwidth and microphones, and I'm like, look, yeah. let's talk about me too, and they're like, mm, maybe not. So we'll we'll see. So that'll be uh, um, be fun anyway. You slice it. Somebody asked in the chat room about how, like how do you find them, and and I think yeah. um, the, for me there is so Eric asked this question. Yeah. How do you find them? I think so. Based on the shows, I go all kinds of different avenues. So. For, let's just use Home Gadget Geeks because that's a pretty easy one. I have a guest. I have a list of regular occurring guests. So I have guys and gals who that I want to have on all the time. So they come on twice a year and I rotate them through. We, we kind of base it on their schedule. Um, sometimes I see a YouTuber that, uh, that fits the mold that I really like. And I'm like, oh, so I'll just reach out to them. You'd be willing to come on. Sometimes I hear about a product or a, a product on another podcast. And, and in this case, LifeDoor is one of those. Uh, the CEO of LifeDoor is coming on. They make a little gadget that listens for fire, you know, the fired, um, mm-hmm. uh, what are these, what are these, what do we call the these fire things? Alarms? The fired, the fire, fire alarm, the yeah, but that's smoke, smoke, smoke detectors. detectors. There we go. There we go. And, um, when those doors go off, it automatically shuts the door because we know if you can get the yeah. door shut during a fire, you're survive, right? Well, that came through another show. So I think yeah, the, the, the point is you have to always be watching and listening and, and wondering, Hey, would that be a person be good for my show? And that means you got to be out there listening to a whole bunch of stuff. You got to kind of, you know, be asking questions, knocking on doors, those kinds of those kinds of things. So I, I think guests are everywhere. You just have to be willing to kind of listen and see 
who could be on your show. Dave, have you ever, um, you, you, you mentioned earlier, have you ever done an interview and not published it? Um, based on the content that you got in the interview or are you a hundred percent? No, I'm, I, I have, I have taken one and I said to the person, I don't want to talk about this other topic. You're here to talk about this. And they mm. talked about the other topic. And I went, okay. Now, they did talk about some of the stuff I wanted to talk to, but it was then a really short interview. So what I did is I interviewed other people about that topic and made it a narrative-style podcast where they were involved, so were other people and other people, to stretch out the interview. But okay. I've never not – I've never had the, oh, oh man, I'm sorry. Uh, it, it, ate, yeah. it ate your interview, and I'm booked for the rest of the millennia. <laughs> So, <laughs> and you can't ever come on again. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I pushed that topic over. I see we are coming close. Yeah, we are to coming the, close. To the end. Yeah. Um, so did I hit the right? No, I didn't hit the right button. It's this button. But uh, speaking of, of uh, next week in London and all that other fun filled stuff, you'll still be here. But uh, what is coming up on uh, the next? Do you know what's coming up? Yeah. For, for the average guy.tv, yeah. yeah, we, Dwayne Robinson comes on. We actually talked about my, he's a product owner at Microsoft and they now have a white label digital assistant that you can make for yourself. So if you ever want to get in the digital assistant space, in other words, create your own Lady A or your own Google thing, Microsoft has some tools to be able to get that done for you now, uh, which sounds pretty cool. So if you had a specialized application for it, you might want your own digital assistant. Uh, the average guy.tv, it'll post later today. That'd be interesting. And super cool. On my show this week, I'm playing with, there's a Black Friday sale, and I actually emailed the company and said, hey, how long is this going to go on? Because we talk about podcasts living on and on and on. I'm like, I'm going to do a show about a bunch of plugins that are on sale, and then three years from now, somebody's going to find those and go, yeah, they're not 99 bucks anymore. So I was kind of worried about that, but I'm going to play with those, and and I've played with one that was pretty good, and I played with another one that was like, hmm. So I'm worried, actually, in a way, because if I go test the other tools and they're all meh, do I want to do an episode about meh? But that's where I'm headed right now. If not, I have about three other ideas for episodes, but that's uh, where I'm headed because we all love plugins and tech and how oh, to make yeah. things sound better and things of that nature. So in the uh, post show today, we had a question about how do I make a subscribe button? Well, one, since he's in the chat room, is you could go out to uh com slash subscribe and follow i believe is my link and get the subscribe and fo- uh, social subscribe and follow link from one daniel j lewis uh he makes it super easy to put subscribe buttons on your website but if you don't have that how do you do that and we'll be doing that in post show and uh jim is going to be singing his famous uh christmas carol medley uh that everybody loves so stick around for that uh and thanks for listening <laughs>